So with my Unit 3 question, we will be asking today is, do NBA players really decide the outcome of an NBA game, or are there more factors that change that outcome? We'll be learning some more statistics and facts about that today. Let's get right into it. going to be starting off with home court advantage arguably one of the most important things in any sports game um so over 70 seasons the hometown or the home team has had a higher than 50 percent chance of winning in uh at, at home so that's a pretty big number because obviously if you're winning more than 50 percent of the games at home and you're winning a lot of the games at home, but is that because of the crowd or is it because of the refs? But we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And this is this is a difference between home and away teams because obviously away team, there's different things like travel, refs, the hometown crowd. You could be you could be in the playoffs. Hometown crowd, it hometown crowd is potentially undefeated really because. They they bring the energy when it's playoff times, and you can clearly tell that because every team is looking to get a, ch- a championship. Um, but we're also going to be looking at like how does to what extent does home court advantage exist, and how does home court advantage exist? So there's a thing called home cooking where refs can favorite the home team, and there's certain statistics that talk about um, the final two minutes of an NBA game where after every game they have to look at the film and see if there were any missed calls at, and there were a 56% favoring the home team as in calls that were incorrect that favorited the home team. So that that's a big momentum swinger right there. Another thing we're going to be talking about later. But also, home court advantage could be disappearing now because less teams are going into the paint more because as the game progresses, there's been a lot more threes. Like in 2020 or 2005, Teams are shooting about 35 three-pointers a game. That's still a lot, but that's nothing to compare to now where teams are shooting up to 45 three-pointers a game. So there's a 10-shot 10, 10 difference, and that that changes home court advantage because if you're going into the paint, there's more fouls likely to happen, and that's more free throws. That's another thing that went down. Free throws to three-pointers, more three-pointers, less free throws. And that really concludes about home court advantage. It's an iffy topic, but it's needed to determine the game. The next thing we're going to get right into is the coach's challenge that has been going on in the NBA. It's just been implemented, and it's similar to the NFL challenge flag, where it's used 
once a game compared to the NFL where they have three. But you can review any play at any time to help benefit your team. And Coach Mike Malone of the Denver Nuggets spoke about this and how it shifts the momentum of a home game or any away game, any game really, because you could be you could be down two, ball goes out of bounds, and the other team touches it, but they say it's still the other team's ball. You challenge it, you shift the momentum, you go down, hit a three. That's big. That that's huge coming down, coming down to the wire in a game that. Could potentially matter, playoffs, NBA Finals, regular season game that puts you into the playoffs. It's big, man. Um, but we're gonna take a brief break here, and we'll get back with talking about pace and technical fouls and how those affect the game. on and we're going to be talking about pace now so pace compares your team's number of possessions per 48 minutes to the rest of the league's possessions per 48 minutes so in 2013-14 season the Spurs had 95 um, total possessions per 30 minutes but the league average was 93.8. So to figure out your true pace, you take your team's percentages and your team's total possessions per 48 minutes, subtract it with the league, and then your true pace is that number. So the Spurs' um, true pace was 1.2, and that was above the league average. But... In 35 seasons, four, 544 teams made the playoffs, and 232 played above the league average, and 312 played below the league average of pace. And pace is typically based off of if you're running out for fast breaks or do you sit back and play defense, but it's proven that the teams that play slower tend to make it into the playoffs more, but faster teams typically are more fun and exciting to watch. So how this how does this affect the game? Say you have two slow teams playing each other, teams that have maybe like 79 to maybe like 83 total possessions a game. They just sit back, play defense, probably like the L.A. Clippers who have like defensive juggernauts like Kawhi, Paul George, Montrezl Harrell, Patrick Beverly, just amazing defenders all around versus a team, another good defensive team, maybe like the Bucks who have like Giannis, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez, and Middleton because those are all fairly decent defenders versus another team but the faster team probably is going to win because they're going to take advantage of that slow team who just sits back and play defense so they're going to grab grab a rebound get it out run make their home crowd 
more into the game depending on if it's home or away and that really helps benefit your outcome in NBA game so Alright, and finally, we have technical fouls. You can get a technical foul for excessive timeouts, delay of game, too many players hanging on the rim, conduct issues such as cussing or excessive force towards an official. You can get thrown out for touching an official. Coaches coming onto the court during a game, taunting, fighting, um, and all these technicals come with fines ranging from $2,000 to $5,000, and you're allowed 16 technical fouls before suspension in the regular season and seven technical fouls in the playoffs before suspension. And let's just say it's Game 6, Eastern Conference Finals. You're going up, bad call, you loudmouth, and you have six technical fouls. You get another one. And then you sit out for game seven and you lose this. That's why keeping your cool during a game is super important because that game could have been changed by the outcome of you being there. And that was also something that happened in the 2016 finals where Draymond got thrown out in game six and then it forced the game seven Cavs came back from a three, one lead. So that's why it was, um, a game uh, momentum swinger for the Cavs right there because that means the Warriors didn't have to play um, or the Cavs didn't have to play against Draymond Green who was peaking at the time for defense, I will say. Um, it's kind of falling off now, but that's my input on technical fouls. And overall, I do believe that there are certain aspects that do decide the NBA game, and there are more um, possibilities of change than just players going out, making shots, and playing defense. Thank you for listening and um, um, showing your giving me your time.